I'm Christy Kopanis, former WTOL sports anchor, now PR for the Toledo Library, and I'm Inside the Hive. All righty. Welcome in, folks, to uh, episode 24 of Inside the Hive. This week, we're excited to welcome on Miss Christy Kopanis. Welcome to the show. How are you doing this evening? It's so good. I'm so excited to be on. I remember seeing on Twitter when you guys started this thing, and I thought, how cool. You... First of all, you're going to be so much farther ahead of me than I ever was by doing this in high school. So, and I just thought it was so cool. So I've been following what you guys do on Twitter. So when I got the elite invite, oh yeah, the Very prestigious invite, invite I was like, heck yeah, let's go. Yeah, we don't send out too many of those. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> once again, we are recording live at the new Perrysburg location of Sidelines at 136 West South Boundary. They're locally owned and operated, and are excited to serve the Perrysburg community. Joel. All right, with the first question of the day, Christy, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are? So I was born and raised in Sylvania. I went to Northview. I know we're, you know, a predominantly Perrysburg audience, but hey, the Sylvania folks, they aren't too bad. I'm pretty cool. Um, And then I went to BGSU, go Falcons. uh, And then I got into the broadcast television world, was at WTOL. And then just recently, about a year ago, less than a year ago, transitioned into public relations um, and been doing that ever since at the Toledo Library, and it was quite a change, but a good change, a fun change. Now, uh, did you play any sports growing up? Yes, I did. I'm, I'm 6'1", so you got to play sports. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right. Uh, I played volleyball. I tried soccer. Let's just – nope. Um, I tried basketball. Uh, the great Jerry Sigler at Northview walked into freshman volleyball tryouts, just walking through the gym, he spotted me because I was 6'1 as a freshman, and he pulled my coach aside and said, I need to have a chat with her. But at that point, I had decided that volleyball was like mm-hmm. long time, 100%, year-round because I did travel. And I had to tell Coach Sigler, sorry, a 6'1 freshman isn't going to come out to play basketball. <laughs> I, the look on his face, he was so sad. But, uh, yeah, and then I played volleyball uh, ever since. I played a little bit at BG, and – I now ref, so that that's been fun to still stay in the sport and help out. Now, what were some of your favorite sports memories throughout your playing career? I still remember my first varsity kill. Um, I think that's a that's a good one. I still we were at Clay cross court shot, and and it was against Liz Conklin, which means nothing to you guys, but it still means something to me. Um, she shanked the kill, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I got my first kill. I was a little freshman. I mean, that was probably the most exciting thing. But I, I still remember it. Yeah, a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you mentioned it briefly that you attended Northview High School. What were some of your favorite memories there, and who were some of your favorite teachers? Uh, my favorite teacher was is still, to this day, Miss Huey. Uh, she was the newspaper and yearbook teacher. Um, Ooh, as a sophomore, yeah. Oof. Well, oh, wow. it's a funny story there because I originally wanted to do yearbook. All my friends were doing it, uh-huh. and so we had to interview. I get do the interview, and later that week, the names are posted on who made yearbook and who na- made newspaper. My name wasn't on either list. I was on my own separate list that just said, see me. I was like, oh, this can't be good. Are you right. kidding me? And she said, just, just trust me. She's after that interview, I know you're a newspaper kid. She's like, please just try it. And if you're not and you don't like it, you can switch over to yearbook, but give it a shot. And I don't think had it been for that moment, I would have gotten into journalism at BG and then, you know, become a sports reporter. So that was a moment 
I'll never forget, and I, a couple years ago, I surprised her on National Teachers Day with flowers, and to, I mean, to this day, that moment was a formative moment in my life, so I, Miss Huey, she gets the, the gold star, um, she, she was the best, she is the best. Now, we have it here that you played club volleyball for TVC, mm-hmm. how much different would you say that club is today than when you played? It's, it's like a full-time job, I see what the kids are doing with club now, and how much they travel, when I did it, it was maybe six tournaments in a five-month span, and you were practicing. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. You were practicing right. two nights a week, and it was for two yeah. hours, and, and maybe not mandatory lifting beforehand. Now everything is mandatory lifting, and to do five tournaments or six tournaments in five months, that's, that's I mean, like light work. That's light work now. So it's definitely a full-time job in a way Mm -hmm. it's a commitment and you really have to be committed if you're going to play sports I mean volleyball is just one of many I know you know basketball and soccer and all these other club sports I mean it is dedication it is a time commitment Mm -hmm. now we mentioned this on another episode with another volleyball player Marcia Swanson but um do you think it is uh pushing more and more kids to like pick a sport earlier versus trying to play more sports in high school now pushing that more club aspect year-round. Yeah, and uh, you see on Twitter where there's been college coaches that have come out and said, you know, we love multi-sport athletes. It's Certain sports are tough to do. I could see football players and, you know, doing basketball and then doing track. Volleyball, you you almost have to do club to then turn around and be ready for that next step from maybe freshman to JV or JV to varsity. Um, I picked volleyball 100% when I was a freshman I think you almost have to pick it now when you're in middle school and that's a lot to put on a middle school I mean we're all of what 12 Mm -hmm. years old at that point that's that's a lot and I I wish it wasn't like that but I I think that's what it is you also mentioned you're a volleyball official now yeah how did you come to that decision that you wanted to officiate volleyball so I've I obviously always loved the sport and everything that it gave to me and once I transitioned away from WTOL, I wanted to stay active in the sport somehow. So I looked into coaching, and I had some coaching friends that I asked some questions to and kind of kind of got a temperature on what the coaching world was like. And quickly decided that I needed a little bit more freedom than every single night with the practices and games and, and weekends. And coaches, like, God bless them. They're so, the, so mm-hmm. dedicated. I don't know how they do it. But for volleyball... You get to pick your schedule. If I wanted to ref one night a week, I could. If I wanted to ref four nights a week, I can do that as well. It's still a way to stay active and involved in the sport and have a little bit more flexibility than coaching. But it's been so fun. I just finished my first season last year, and then I um, tested to be a, a level one official, which is kind of like an upgrade. You get to be up on the ref stand for varsity games. So this coming fall, I will be, you know, St. Ursula, Notre Dame, Perrysburg, Northview, you name it. I can be up on the stand as the the R1. A little nerve-wracking, a little exciting, but I know a lot of the coaches were really proud. And I, I posted on Facebook, and they're like, yes, we're so excited. And I was like, oh, just wait till I make a bad call. I don't think you'll be so excited. <laughs> now, as an official, how would you describe the official officiating shortage that is beginning to plague Ohio? So... Before I left television, I had tweeted something about it'll be a sad day in sports when games are getting canceled because there's a refing shortage. 
I didn't know that was going to be a couple months later. I remember the first time I saw a game canceled. It was the Ottawa Hills football game. They had to move it to a Saturday because there weren't enough football officials on a Friday night. That was four or five weeks into the season. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I thought this was going to be in a couple years from now that we'd really see the impacts of an official shortage. And, no, we're seeing it right now. So that wasn't my reason to get into officiating, but it's now my reason to stay in officiating for sure because I I couldn't imagine. I remember how much volleyball meant to me. I couldn't imagine a big rivalry game getting canceled or even moved because you prepare for it all week because there's not an official or there's a shortage of officials. Now, um, have you ever felt pressured by people, like, watching one of your games that you're refing to, like, make the correct call? Or have you ever been in a position where you, like, questioned yourself? You're like, was that the right call, like, hindsight looking back? Um, yes and no. So I played for, gosh, over 10 years, and so I kind of have that instinct. But then when you have a whole crowd react – you think, oh gosh, what if the whole crowd is reacting? What did I not see? But you just you got to roll with it, and you got to go with the call that you've seen, and then you trust in your other officials, the two line judges, your your down official, or if it's your up official, you have to trust it in your team. So, yes and no. I don't know if that really gives you the the hundred percent answer that you wanted, but uh, yeah, it happens. No one's perfect. So this Sunday, we saw an elite matchup for March Madness between SDSU and Creighton, decided by a foul call. Would you have made the same call, and do you feel as if officiating gets a bad rep in situations like these? So a big word in all of this is consistency. Mm-hmm. Would yes. that have been a call that was made in the first half? Would that have been a call that was made when it was, you know, six-point difference? Would that be a call that was made? It's all about consistency, and if a ref wasn't going to make that call or was going to make that call in the first half, then that's the call that they should or shouldn't make in that final, literally the final seconds. Um, On another note, my March Madness bracket is horrible, (laughs) you guys. I... I mean, who, are perfect. Who would have thought that, I mean, this was a wild, wild west of basketball. I... He he was he the did. one. Really? He had FAU in the Elite Eight. You're nuts. He did. He does. He has oh, he looked at the his stats. Little, his little stat I respect thing that. I respect that. I, yeah, I, I, um, I did, did a the ESPN bracket challenge with my brother yep. and my boyfriend. Yep. And last year I won. Oh, my gosh, did I win? By, like, hundreds of points did oh, I win. Oh, wow. wow. This year – my max points, if anyone's familiar with the ESPN yep, Bracket Challenge, yep, yep. my max points, and I can no longer get any more points, 480. Ooh, I'm at 540. Yikes. Still... Yikes. Yikers. Yeah. Um, it's been that kind of year, though. Yes, it it's has. Been that kind of year. And I will say, I didn't give Purdue much respect in my bracket. No, I didn't either. Um, so, but I, so I was not shocked about them losing in the first round. But my nah, goodness. That really did mess up my bracket. I had them picked to lose in one of my brackets. Yeah, who cares? Whoa, whoa, whoa. One Not of your brackets. We need to talk one about of your one, of, one of my four oh, brackets. Two that, of my four play brackets. Play that game, Joel. No, play no, no. That game. Here's Not the one you submitted lesson. in our $250 We're pool. turning this. You were interviewing me. I'm now interviewing you. Oh, or I'm no. not interviewing. I'm telling yes. you. Yes, pepper them. Let's go. One bracket. It's kind of like that. What's that thing where it's like the slice of pizza, one mm-hmm. bite and one bite yeah, only? Yeah, yeah, Portnoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
one bracket. If you think I'm bad, you should see our friend Andrew. Well, he, he doesn't. He don't bring him in. I'm. So he created, I think, like forty six brackets or something like that. Andrew's not here to defend himself. True. But That's if true. you can relay okay. the message, oh, maybe that, cut yeah. it in half next year. Like wean yourself off. But one bracket. Now, if you're in different pools, that's I, I get that, Joel, because I did that. For our pool, I picked a different champion just because I needed a different champion to stick out. Yeah, yeah. One bracket. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll listen to you next year. One, one <laughs> no, bracket. No, you won't. No, you won't. I still. Well, I, I, I played the same bracket for everything, and okay. it did not work out for me at all. It yeah, was same. I, I'm in a position to win our bracket pool here inside the high bracket pool. When? When? UConn wins the UConn's championship. Uh, once Texas lost. When UConn wins the national championship, uh, I win a bracket pool. That was a devastating so Texas y'all game. y'all are welcome yeah. from inside the hive. I'm going to win it. <laughs> you heard it here UConn. first. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, we've been, we've been talking about it for the past couple episodes a little bit about well, where, where we stand. But I didn't have a great first round. But last year I didn't, like, do a lot of – stats and research. I just kind of went with feel. So yeah. then I did the same thing again this year. Oof. Next year I might look at the stats. I don't know. I just – it was like the wild, wild west of basketball this year. Tried to balance it. I should have just listened to my gut for Purdue. <laughs> two of the pools I was in, I picked UCLA because I'm like – I watched them a couple times. I'm like, that team is just good. They're really good. And I said, it's going to come down to UCLA and UConn, and whoever wins that game is going to win it all. And uh, UCLA didn't make it to that Elite Eight game, but UConn did, and they killed Gonzaga, so they're going to win it all. Yeah, that's going to do it. Th- They've been dominating that. people, okay? <laughs> not, FAU, not, no, screw FAU. FAU, they've the, the they Cinderella. Beat every team I've the, no, 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 cut no. that narrative out I of here. Hate that's going to get so edited much. from the podcast. Cut real that quick. narrative out. Cut, cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> no, FAU. Great season. No one's rooting for you except for your fan base. Did you see the, the guy who dunked Nobody's after the FDU game? Him. That was okay, terrible. No. I, I, San Diego State plays de- this defensive, disgusting basketball, and I'm rooting for them over FAU. Yeah. Because FAU's beaten every team I've rooted for in this tournament outside so of So it's you. You're the problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yes. Yes. That They defend the three. Like Charleston, they played Charleston first round, great three-pointing shoot, locked them down. What did Brandon Miller Bama shoot? Didn't he shoot like locked him down three for twenty one against? It was eight for forty one for the whole tournament. No, oh, but man. specifically against San Diego State. That doesn't matter. He that was he can't perform under pressure, Joel. You know that. Brandon Miller uh, choked. Yeah, he he did Guilty. choke. <laughs> That's that, a whole other argument. We're not going to go. <laughs> that UCLA game last week Guilty. that was rough because I was UCLA at Jack's was house. Brutal. I I uh, went to bed with about yeah, fifty seconds left to go. Fell asleep. And then. Jack proceeded to wake up screaming that UCLA came back, and it was all for nothing. That's My kind of champion how I felt with other on games, a, too. On that shot, unbelievable. <laughs> that got <laughs> off topic so fast. But UConn's going to win it all. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. And I don't even remember what the original question was. Well, well it w- we talked about San Diego State oh, yeah, 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 yeah. officiating, okay. oh, we got which, which spiraled. But at the end of the day, it was a foul, so I guess – it was a foul. I, I want to add it's one more thing about this. Did you see the guy who was, like, trying to get the replay? I mean, it was clearly a foul. He no, no, no. After, I'm, so, I'm talking after the game when they threw the uh, – Creighton threw the ball. Well, there should have been time oh, still Oh, and the then clock. it tipped off and went out of bounds. Yeah, but there, the was, a, there, was, I mean, there yes. was an SDSU player after time. the game going like this, like, wanting to read. Like, what are you – Yeah. Yeah, well, just because the time – I don't think all the time came off the clock at the end, but that's what they said, so – 
UConn's winning it all. And uh, I knew you were going to say. I knew you were going to say that. You're going to say, but it doesn't matter because UConn's going to win it UConn's all. UConn's going to win it all. So I don't think there's. A I'm going to laugh when UConn loses. You're like, roll the tape, play UConn's, it back. UConn's either going to lose at the buzzer against Miami, or they're not losing at all. I'm just going to put it out there. That's just the remember Miami's beating them, or they're steamrolling everybody. I think Miami has a really good shot, actually. They got a chance, but UConn looks dominant, and they're going to stay dominant. <laughs> they're going to stay dominant, Joel. This guy. They're going to <laughs> stay guy. dominant. So now we're going to head into this week's Rank It segment. This is where we give you a topic and ask you to rank it one oh, through five. Oh, gosh. And this week we wanted to know the top five volleyball players in the area from the past five years. Oh, jeez. Oh, counting this year? Yeah. Counting this yeah. year. Cat Manley. Okay. Do I, do I have to one, two, three, four, five? Uh, yeah. Cat Manley, Perrysburg. There you go. There's your Perrysburg shout out. With that, liberos don't get a lot of love. Avery Adamski. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't not put a Northview kid in there. Uh, Cam Hunt. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You guys, you got to let me there's think no, about this ahead no, of time. There's no layups on Inside the Hive, okay? I, I'm learning that. They're all hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Um, oof. Okay. I currently – so, sh- can they currently play? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Taryn DeWeese at Lake, um, setter, outside hitter, phenomenal. Um, she could – she could Absolutely. go some places. Um, then I got one more. Mm-hmm. Mm. You guys. Uh, do the questions get harder? Uh, that that depends on the person, I feel. Oh, geez. Um, you guys are. This is not fair. Um, Hannah Best, the former St. Ursula outside hitter from – three years ago, four years ago, sure. that helped them get to the regional final. There you go. Now, you spent a few years working at W2L. What were some of your favorite memories while you were there? Um, I'm Full disclosure, huge Notre Dame fan. Mm-hmm. I got to cover Notre Dame versus Michigan under the lights. Ooh, man, that's a good one. That So being a Notre Dame fan, it didn't – to be on the field – I mean, that's a dream come true for any fan. And it was also hard to balance my fandom with my job. Mm -hmm. I somehow managed to do it. I still have the press pass framed because, I mean, it's your first. I I mean, I covered other Notre Dame games after that, like when Deshaun Kaiser ended up stepping in um, for the Syracuse game and stuff like that. But that game, Michigan, Notre Dame, at Notre Dame, under the lights, Still to this day, it gives me chills just thinking about it. Um, mm-hmm. That's number one. Also, the walleye. I got to travel to Tulsa with the walleye when they made Ooh, that deep fun. run um, all the way to the um, finals. The Tulsa was the the semifinals. That was so fun. I mean, just when you're the only station there, the team is just like, yeah, sure, you whatever you want, we'll do whatever you want and cover and anything and. Just phenomenal. And they appreciate the coverage, which is cool. They're like, I can't believe you guys flew here for this. And absolutely. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was the biggest thing going on at that point. Um, So that was another one. Uh, Tigers opening day always has a special place in my heart as a Tigers fan. Mm. Um, Covered like three or four of those. It's this week, opening day this week. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was um, – so two years ago when St. Francis Hockey won the state championship and Napoleon Girls won the state championship, it was 2021, that weekend was incredible. Two state championships, back-to-back days. I had to travel from Columbus to Dayton and back. Mm. That was fun. So those are – I mean, the list goes on and on and on, but just – off the top of my head, those are the those are the ones that really stand out. Now, sticking sticking with the topic, WTOL, how did you get your start there? So I was actually an intern. Um, I started mm. at BGSU in their athletic communications department, and that's how I met the guys Dan Cummins and Jordan Strack at WTOL. And so I just emailed. I was my heading into my junior year. I emailed Dan Cummins and I said, "Hey, I'd love to be your intern. Here's my resume. Here's my resume tape. I mean, I gave him everything." I just simply got an email back that was, great, when can you start? I thought I was going to have to go through an interview process. All, Cummins was great. Like, he was just like, yeah, sure, when can you start? And I interned there, um, and then shortly after, they hired me behind the scenes because I was still in college um, to be a photographer, a producer. And then upon graduation, there wasn't any on-air sports jobs at the time. Mm-hmm. So I went to Tallahassee, Florida, to get my first on-air job. And then when a position opened up back home, I came home, and I mean, it was a dream come true to be the sports anchor in your hometown. That is just awesome. So what was that like for you, being that uh, W2L11 anchor, being here, covering your local sports teams? What was that feeling like for you? I think it means more when it's your hometown. To compare Tallahassee to here, it meant so much more to be the sports anchor in your hometown. I remember the first time I got to go to Northview and cover a game at Northview, that just meant the world to me. To, I just, it still gives me chills because it was so cool to say, like, you know how you, like, want to look back and say, oh, I made it or I did mm-hmm. it or yeah. I checked that bucket list off. That was kind of how I felt. You know, I, it wasn't ESPN by any means, but to me it meant the world. So that was really cool. Now, could you talk to us a little bit about your time before moving back down in Florida? Before I, oh, while I was in Florida? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a learning curve. It was my first on-air job, mm-hmm. so I was learning, and yikes, was I bad. I still look at old resume tapes, and I'm like, who hired me off of this? But we all start somewhere. We all learn. We all grow. And if it wasn't for those stumbles, and I remember my first time anchoring sports in Tallahassee, I broke out in hives. And, like, I almost, like, lost my breath because I was just talking and talking and talking and thought I had to get through the teleprompter as fast as I could. And I remember my producer got in my ear because we were wearing IFBs, and she literally said, breathe. I made it through my first sports cast. I didn't pass out. Um, And the second one was way better than the first. But it was a great learning experience, and those foundational years were incredible. I don't miss the hurricanes by any means. Those Mm, were not fun. But – I was in, I was covering Florida State, Florida. We'd go over to Alabama sometimes. I'd go up to Georgia. That's, I mean, SEC, ACC Mm -hmm. country for my first on-air job. Heck, yeah. That was, uh, that is some of the best football I've ever covered. Now, you left WTOL around a year ago Mm -hmm. and went to the Toledo Libraries. How did you ultimately make that decision? So it was a tough decision. Um Sports is nights and weekends. Mm -hmm. It's a tough grind, and I knew that it was going to be hard long-term. Heading into my 30s, 
Uh, I knew that it wasn't going to be something sustainable for a work-life balance, and I had to kind of figure it out. And it was a tough decision to make because WTOL and being the sports anchor in your hometown was a bucket list. And, and wait, I'm giving that up, but life changes and your goals and aspirations change and, and what you want in life changes. Um, so that was what started to make me look and, and move into PR, and I love it. It's been so good, and I, again... I'm so thankful for everything for WTOL and everything that Jordan and Dan and, and Troy and John, and these are all the behind the scenes guys. Um, they, they mean the world and that what they gave to me. Um, but I will say I have a much better work-life balance and I get to watch the games instead of covering the games. And when games are done, I can go to sleep. I don't have to turn mm. a post package or do an interview. So yeah. Now what would you say the hardest part of was moving on to a new career? Um, probably leaving all your hard work behind. Because when you change careers, I mean, you leave almost everything behind. Mm -hmm. And you spent, I spent all that time building up to where I was. And then to say goodbye was tough. Um, but I had to just trust in, in my gut and trust that this was what I needed to do moving forward for, uh, for a future. So... Yeah, but I mean, it, it was tough. I definitely remember when I put in my resignation, I, there was a little bit of doubt of, am I doing the right thing? In, in a year from now, am I going to look back and say, oh, shoot, I made a mistake. Um, but I didn't, and, and luckily everything happens for a reason, and I'm so grateful for it. Now on a more positive note here, could you talk to us about what you're doing now with your current position for the library? Yeah, libraries? so I am the media relations and social media uh, coordinator for the library, so anything that happens on social media or within our system, our branches, uh, I cover it and I put it up on social and then send press releases. And when media comes, I'll do interviews with them. So there are some parallels between what I did and what I do now, or yeah, what I did and what I do now. Um, so those are kind of the day to day. And then on special events, kind of the face of the library, even though, you know, I'm not the executive director by any means, you're the first one that media comes to and you're one of the faces that they see when they turn on or pull up Twitter, pull up Facebook, whatever it may be on those social platforms. Now, what do you like most about your job? Ooh, I love when someone says, oh, I didn't I post about something or, or showcase something and they go, oh, I didn't know the library had that. Well, now you do. And they're most likely going to use it because if they're that excited about it and say, oh, I didn't know the library had that, that means they're now going to either check out that book or use that material or go to that program. So it makes me feel good because then it's like, okay, I think I'm doing my job pretty well if people are, their eyes are open to what the library has to offer. So kind of on the flip side here now, what would you say like the hardest part about it, your job is? Because it feels like to me a little bit as we go more into this technical, te technological age, it seems like the libraries are starting to die out a little bit. So what would you say the toughest part of your job is? So... It's so funny. So we're a podcast, so you can't see this, but I'm holding two phones right now, mm -hmm. personal and work. I always have to have both here with me just in case someone needs me or something happens. So always have both phones on me, but also showcasing that the, what people think of a traditional library is probably not the future. But the ebooks, the audiobooks, all the other materials that you can get without even stepping into the library – that's kind of the future. So we, we showcase our analytics every couple months, and 
over a half a million people download digital resources from the library, but not a half a million people step foot in the library. So right. they're using our resources just in a different way. So it's, we're shifting how we're, how we're doing things to keep up with, I mean, life changes a year to year basis. So we're trying to change with it and keep on the leading edge of things. Now, as you may or may not know, we interviewed Jordan Streck on episode 15. We wanted to know which episode do you think will do better and why? Oh, Strax will do better. Whoa. Oh, no self-confidence? Yeah. No, I have co- – trust me, I got confidence. He's, what, 15 years in the television industry, and he's got the name. He's got the good hair. He's got the good smile. He says he doesn't whiten his teeth. He, to- he tells me all the time because I'll whiten my teeth. And he's like, I don't even have to whiten my teeth. But okay. <laughs> so the name, the face, the hair, the teeth, the persona. You guys, I'm not even trying to compete. But, I mean, if mine does, dude, let me know. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, we'll, yeah, I'll, we'll, yeah, send me the analytics. Yeah, we'll, we'll send you the <laughs> listeners and see who's, where we stack up. I don't know what his episode has right now, but she's Mr. We're checking the numbers. Check that for oh us. So, goodness. you know, if this does get more listens, we will be Oh, my goodness, you know. too funny. <laughs> no self-confidence. No, so it's, it, I have confidence. I'm also just a realistic person. So, uh, there's that. Okay. All right. So focusing back in on volleyball here a little bit, can we talk a little bit about a rivalry that we're – Joel and I are kind of seeing here, that Northview-Perrysburg rivalry. Has it always been sort of like a big deal around the community? And what do you think the best rivalry in high school volleyball is in high school sports? So I think the reason Northview and Perrysburg has always been – and it was a rivalry back in – when I played back in the day. Gosh, it makes me sound so old. Um, It's because they've always been two very good programs. Two very good programs always vying for the top of the league. You're going to have a rivalry. It doesn't matter. Like, Perrysburg, Maumee, yeah, they're right over the river compared to Northview. But when you have two really good programs that you have to go through that other program to win a league title, easily creates a rivalry. What's the best What You guys, with the tough questions again. Um, I... Mm. I really like the Lake Eastwood rivalry. I think that's good. In volleyball, that's really good. Um, Because they've both been very similar as of recent, and they all know each other. They all grew up together. You just go to different schools when you get into high school. They all play club together. Um, So they all know the uh, the girls on the other side of the net. I think that's – that also goes into a good rivalry is that I know you. I know you outside of volleyball, mm-hmm. and I want to beat you so that I can smack talk later. I'll send you a text like, hey, we won. So I would say Lake Eastwood's a big one for me. Now, what about high school sports in general? Still Lake Eastwood or? Mm-mm-mm. Northview, Southview. Northview, Southview. But, okay. okay. Northview, Southview, but like in football, oh, we had, Northview had a rough patch. Mm. But in basketball, basketball, volleyball. Yeah. S- soccer sometimes kind of depends on the year but it's all like Northview mm-hmm. Southview Michigan Ohio State but I also might be biased because I'm like in the middle That's of right. wildcat country mm-hmm. so yeah there's that so in in volleyball recently and in some other sports too we've looked at it and kind of thought about this and this year three of the four teams at the state final four were private schools and only one school was public school in volleyball which is Perrysburg but we wanted to know do you think that uh 
there's still a, a competitive balance between private schools and public schools. And what do you think the future looks like for those schools? I think pub or I think private schools have an edge because you want to go there for the academics or the athletics. Um, I've seen, you know, with private schools like St. Ursula or Notre Dame, you don't have to live in that district to go there. there. You don't have to live in a certain place. So it kind of opens up that competitive, you know, the, the blueprint of the city that it doesn't have to be from a finite area of the, of the town. Now, there are some times where you see a public school win and beat a private school and people go nuts on social media. Um, I don't, but, for example, Notre Dame volleyball this year had a, had a down year. And you saw the public schools, Perrysburg, no, Northview, beat them. So it's, it's dependent on the year. But I do think that private schools have an edge, and I think that that's a conversation that isn't ever going to go away. Now, who do you say has the best atmosphere for a high school volleyball game? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I like Eastwood's gym because it's pretty – tight and so it feels mm. like the fans are right on top of you and mm. then when they scream it echoes off the walls um what's another a saint ursula and or notre dame at either location that is wild the, the, and they have these cheers that i swear they have to practice i don't i don't know if they do but they have to practice them because they're so in sync and so perfect and it's incredible there was i was line judging the Notre Dame St. Ursula game at St. Ursula this past season. And like one time I, during a timeout, I like caught myself like staring over at the student section. Cause I was just in awe of how good their cheers wa were. I was like, did you guys practice that? Cause it's too good to just be on a whim. So they're pretty good. Those are, those are some top ones that come to mind. Now we are going to hop into our, one of our weekly segments called flashback. This is where we, review a controversial topic or a hot take that may spark some conversation in the community. And this week, we're flashing back just to last week where we sat down with Matt Gass and TJ, and Joel had an outlandish take that he said that football is the hardest sport to play, and all three of us thought he was absolutely stupid for that comment. So we wanted to know what you think the hardest sport to play is and why. You still stand by that? Absolutely. I will. He's a, Why? He's a jerk. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a rough take to, to pull defend. It back there for a second. Okay. He, said, he just so, literally said it's a rough take to defend. Therefore, it, no. It's not a good however, I, it is a factual he take. He doesn't think so, it through. He doesn't okay. think things through, Christy. That's a that's a big issue. I'm learning that. There's yeah. well, there's different ways you have to look at it. I, I get every sport <laughs> has different positions. Mm -hmm. Oh dear. But. In football, the positions are more specifically diverse to what you're doing on the field. So, like, quarterback's looking at who to throw to, uh, has to read the defense. As a lineman, you're trying to figure out what the person across from you is doing. You have to watch our eyes, have to watch our hands, trying to figure out if they're any, running any blitz packages, twisting. And then receivers, I'm not exactly sure what they do, but run, catch, Read corners' eyes. Did you just say I'm not sure what they do? Yeah, he's a, okay. he's a real team player. If you haven't figured yeah. that out, yeah, run, run, <laughs> real team guy. I mean, run, run routes, yeah, catch footballs, through. Yeah. Read, read the corners' through. body yeah. language. I mean, come on. Okay, it's not. There's not really another sport where you have to do so many things at once. I feel like. Um, can you skate? Okay. Oh, Whoa. Yes. Yes. Jack, Jack, yes. can you skate? Yes, I can. Can you skate? 
I, I'm sure if I would have tried when I was younger, I would have been I able to I can't do it backwards. I can That's still That's a long though. way to say no. That's a long way to say no. He doesn't um, get to the point. Ho- first of all, hockey. Very difficult. Very for I go to Tamo for open skate, and I hug the wall like my life depends on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. put on skates, put try, on, and, try and stay on, and then get hit by another dude in pads all while trying to keep that your stick so in your hand. Different. And no. You Those know, hockey you, kids you have been playing hockey their entire lives. You've been playing football since sixth grade. What's the difference? Okay, however. What's the difference? I, okay, I get skating's not that easy. However, you can train to be a good skater. You can train to be a good football player. You can work out. You can put yourself in a great mental state, and you can watch the film. Joel, what's the difference there? The difference is some people are some people are what? Na- naturally more gifted than others regarding are you, that's, that's are you saying you're naturally sport. gifted Joel you're going to I'm play not, college I'm football not for football. god's okay. sakes I'm going to play college for them am I that good at football I mean I, I don't know but Joel, also like know. you can't teach size Joel is a big dude yeah. Like, yeah can't teach size but does that mean that football is the hardest sport to play absolutely not that's wrong you're just wrong Joel. all right can we can we also also oh, I'm going to be honest with you absolutely lacrosse wrong. is rough Running and trying to catch that little thing with the thing yeah. and the thing. Oh my god, you guys! The lacrosse is a nightmare. Lacrosse, yeah, I could see Cradling. lacrosse being relatively That's hard. Pretty bad. Even before we get to either. catching the ball, you have to just—I don't know—run. Stamina yeah. not happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I, did, I was in my own element last week. I, I oh, understand there's hardest sports. Much so. However, I—I I guess I didn't think about like Sam Yonker getting pelted with pucks all night. It's probably not exactly. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Joel. The most fun thing. I mean, high school hockey is a little different where it's not as bad as other college or NHL. Do you still, still stand by your take or do you, do you? are you I opening say, your mind now, a little bit? I will say it is probably in the top three hardest of sports. What's what? Okay, top three. Let's go. What are they? All right, well. Yes, I like when hockey. we do this. I like when we yeah. turn it around on him. This yeah. is fun. He, he can't think on his feet. This is, we're learning. He, I'm actually he's not even on his feet. He's <laughs> yeah, sitting, he's in a sitting chair. down. <laughs> yes. I was just about to yes. say it. Um, definitely definitely hockey's up there. I'll, I'll give it That's to only, hockey. Was hockey up That's, there before no, no, I no, no, roasted I would, you? I would no, definitely no, no, no. agree with you, though. Absolutely okay. not. Nah, it was not up there. I didn't he's think about it, though. Because skating just like from a fan's perspective of hockey – you don't really think about it when you're watching hockey. Like, yeah, you don't they just do it so well. Like yeah, as I'm watching an NHL game yes. above my head, like yeah. you don't you don't Same. think about. It. They're just moving they just, around. But yeah, and they, can they do make it, it look so easy. Yeah, that that is incredibly difficult. I'm sure. Uh, so I, I'll say hockey. <sighs> I don't want to say lacrosse because you brought it up, but lacrosse is pretty difficult. Gymnastics is definitely difficult. Oh yeah, I want to see Joel on a. Four-inch balance, balance beam. beam. Oh my God. Yes! That's the next. I'm we're not sure even I a pod- We're taking this podcast on the yeah, road with we'll video. I'm sure I could do it. Is that, is that the one on your hands? Or is that that's the one on your Wait, hands? He just said, is that the one? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about gymnastics. I'm pretty sure I can do it. I can balance all the way over there and then do a flip off the end of it and stick it. So yeah, lay, there's the balance beam. Face. There's the uneven bars. Oh. Oh, I could God. do a balance I think beam. Are that you, you could do the floor exercise. You might be able to do the floor. He just a little, little shimmy. Yeah. Can you imagine him oh trying to God. dance on the floor exercise? Oh, jeez. The vault. I see Joel up on the bar. He would just, vault oh. himself out of the building. <laughs> Brings the bar straight down. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there any other sports that I find harder than football? Baseball. Gymnastics. No. I still think football is harder than, than Golf baseball. Golf is incredibly hard. Here's, I don't think we are going to persuade him. I think he is set in stone. Golf's well, easier than football. By you're far. absolutely wrong. You're wrong, Jack. Joel. I want. You're wrong. Okay. Bill, 
Bill Belichick, you can do, he preaches you to do your job. In football, you can all do your job. In golf, it is incredibly hard. Incredibly hard because it's just you. It's just Maybe, you. Here's my thing. If you think football is hard, you should try hockey and then get back to us. Yeah. You weren't even you thinking hockey you last week. You could have told me this. Started, thank you, TJ, by the way, for saying baseball is one of the hardest sports ever because it is. Uh, okay. Baseball is I think there's, there's two different – and he plays he's both. He's getting heated. He he's plays like, both. He literally just took a deep breath. He's like, oh, I'm trying not Baseball's to get mad. Baseball's hard, Joel. Okay. I Very don't. hard. Base- he's give baseball is definitely give hard. Give me three reasons why football is harder than baseball. For Well, for TJ. <laughs> not for TJ. Okay, okay. For a, or, 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 well, you know what? Do for TJ. Okay. Why well, would he compare the two? Baseball? Did he compare the two? Well, Joel, TJ, I don't know. TJ, TJ, TJ never gets touched in harder. practice. TJ said baseball so was harder. And he is a starting quarterback and starting pitcher. Well, yeah. So okay, 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 I, all right. TJ never gets touched in practice. What's that got to do with anything? I, that's towards the difficulty part. Me getting beat up on scout team and then having to go perform on a Friday night is relatively hard. I mean, it should be easier for you. You're well, yeah, but it. my my body's going to get beat down. We're like constantly. teaming up on him for no, sure. You sh- no, you're no, wrong. My, keep going. I, no, because I'm if I'm getting hit by Grant Zimmerly, Gavin Moore, Cody Oak, the best offensive line in all of Northwest so Ohio, and practice you, during the week. It should put you above your competition. Yeah, Joel. iron sharpens iron. Yeah, Have you heard iron that? sharpens iron, but so yeah. iron can go dull after getting beat shed. so much. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we're going to win no, this. No, we're going to keep trying. You're not Three reasons. Give me three reasons why football is harder than baseball. You can't give them to me, but um, Ooh, can I ask you guys a question? Sure, I we encourage that. Okay. Mm, this is fun. Top three guests you've had on, and oh, I'm going to give you an God. easy out. You don't, you cannot include me in this. Oh well. Uh, TJ Tech, it's a Matt guest. Is oh, that one? Is that one? God. That's got to be up there. They were so fun to have on. Okay. Jeez. No, no, no. That was actually so fun to. Do they count as one? Is it like yes. a, yes. a, a package deal? Package. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, Avery and Sarah Paul were definitely mm-hmm. a were good hilarious episode. one. That was one of the funnier ones. Okay. All right. Jordan Strack might be my third because I, I really see, I I don't I value like comedy over anything really. I just I I love the episodes that are hilarious. Of course, Joel. A big goober. Comedy. Tom Hostler was Tom. pretty funny. <laughs> listen, listen. Actually, Hostler is going to be in my top three. I enjoyed that because I love that guy. We sat, Hostler we sat was down on, t- and y'all didn't get in trouble the next day at no, school. No, we sat oh, down. We good. talked. We talked to him. Wow. And he sat down, and he sits in the middle of Joel and I, like you're doing. And we're at the Huskinson weight room, and he shows up in his full Christmas suit, and he I got, he's got, I got these the photo note cards in his hand. I'm like, oh, dear wait, God. what did he even note cards for? Oh my God, Questions I'm, I'm for sitting us. here like, what is in his hand? Like, this is not good. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he starts rattling off, like, six, seven questions. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy came prepared. This is incredible. All right. On that note, if you could have any person on your show, who would you have? Oh, no. Like, local or anyone? Okay, one local, one anyone. Because I know that's tough to uh, say. Hmm. That's, you know. Who is that? That looks, he looks That's really, Jack Boer. I was going to say, he looks Ooh, really familiar. Yeah. That's Jack. He, he just probably, didn't cut his hair? No, he probably has. No, he probably hasn't. I was but like, why does he look so familiar? It's the same since season, but um, okay. That would be why. Okay, one, cut that part out. One local guest that I would like to have on. I could tell you one national guest. I would love to talk to Pat McAfee. Oh, that'd be, that, that would be, awesome. be that'd be amazing. So, that'd be great. 
Um, local guests, we'd love to have Jack Bohr on if he would ever come on once. Jack Bohr would be cool. Uh, we had Joey on. Joey Blaze is over there, too. We had Joey on. Um, I don't I don't even know the answer to that question. A local that is a guest. A local More guest. difficult than saying that football is the hardest sport? Yeah. Yeah. Pat, Pat uh, McAfee would be awesome. Okay. Uh, Who's the one billionaire? That would be a cool. Who's the <laughs> one billionaire? That really narrows That's it a down. a moment right there. Right. Local guest I would the, love to have on. Mm. The dude from Maybe Perrysburg? Like, uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Gra- that one billionaire. The only he's, not a, he's, not a, he's not a billionaire. But he, he went to Perrysburg. So. That's when you tweet Local. this out and say, at Pat McAfee. Dude, I would love <laughs> – Pat, if we got Pat on here, that would be awesome. He, he, now, that, would, that episode would totally be unfiltered because it would take too long to edit. Right, we would keep it all. Pat McAfee would be absolutely hysterical. Dude. He and Joel going back and forth, that would be – Oh, oh no! I would. You would lose. Like you're that not would, winning no. that. I, so I would not destroy Pat McAfee in any argument. A local guest. I'm gonna have to keep thinking about that. Okay. I'm gonna have to get back to you. I'm trying to think. think celebra- about it. Celebrities like a rough question though, because nah. like, there's so many different ways you could go. I didn't guest. say if it had to be a celebrity. True. Yeah. <sighs> local. But I mean, Man. I guess in the sports, every you're considered a celebrity. I'll give you. Tobin that. Anderson would be a cool interview. That would be. Yeah, he'd be. That'd be. That'd be something. You don't want a, a Yankee on? No. No, definitely not a Yankee. I hate the Yankees. They're despicable. <laughs> yeah, you well, cannot stand the Yankees. Yeah, but you guys aren't going to understand what happened there. Yeah, Just, that's an inside if, joke. If, if okay. You, if you've listened, I mean, you've listened, a lot of you listen inside the hive, and you know what Joel likes to do in his free time. Um, you can see why he may or may not like the, the New York Seven Yankees. and eight legs is all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. Plus the, Yankees are, the Yankees are not it. We don't have to talk about the Yankees, especially as a <laughs> Indians fan. I, I'm not I just figured I'd pour salt in that wound. Oh. See, you've been a great Yeah, guy. this is great. I'm, awesome. We're, I'm just taking over. It's fine. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I it's do have to think about that local Next guest. time you invite a That's guest a on, say, requirements. Pick on Joel. Yes. Oh, absolutely. He Done. can't handle the pressure. Can't I'm not, not picking a local guest here. Actually, no. I'll go yeah. my, Mike Ward. Mike, Mike Ward. Ward. Okay. My, yeah. Mike my Ward. dog. I one. love Coach Ward. Coach Ward. I'm going to have to keep thinking about it. Oh, man. Hmm. I don't know. Is this an a- active think about it for yeah. the rest of the podcast? This is you must have an answer by the end of the podcast. Sure. We got, we got, well, we got time. Can oh, we time. got plenty of time. time. All right. Next question. Finally, getting away from the flashback. Okay. What are some of your fa- favorite places to go in the Toledo area? Ooh. I love the docks. I think that is so fun if you want Italian, if you want Mexican, and then you can just go walk along the line, the shoreline. Um... I love our metro parks. Mm-hmm. Taking my dogs to the metro parks, and any of them are like, I know Wildwood's a, f- a fan favorite, Sidecut's a favorite. But you go to Oak Openings or Secor, those are great. Um, and then obviously, a UT or BG game of any sort. Oh. Basketball, football, volleyball, you name it. I mean, like, so much fun. we're so lucky how good UT oh, and BG UT athletics are. Best. To just have that kind of caliber, two caliber teams half hour away from each other. I never took you to a game at Savage Show, though. My grandpa's got seats right behind the UT bench. He's had them for, like, 50 years. Oh, best seats ever. Hey, if you best admit that ever. football is not the hardest sport, maybe he'll take you. Maybe. I I don't know. I, I'm okay, curious. Maybe. I'm curious. Not letting J- that go. Western what Michigan. would Jack Bohr have to say about that? I'm, I'm curious. About what? All right, well, we're, we're getting away from it, I guess. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so – Food is always a big topic on the show, and we wanted to know what some of your favorite foods are. 
Oh. I don't have to pick one, right? I don't have to pick one. No, no, no. Rattle them off. <sighs> Keep thinking through. I love a, big a good meat lover's pizza, you guys. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just, and it's probably the worst thing for our arteries, but my goodness. And, mm -hmm. and, maybe controversial, I don't care, dip it in ranch. There I we like go. That. I like I'm that. avid I ranch lover. That. So, yes. that's my, I, blue cheese, nope, trash. Oh, oh the depressing. look Joel just gave me. I was yeah. gonna make homemade wings with blue cheese tonight for dinner. Mm, with homemade blue cheese too. Blue cheese is good. I like blue cheese. I can't do it. More for it? you. I can't is do it. Is it like a like a tasting? Oh, oh yeah. Yay. Have you heard about the diabetes? Well, no. That, that that fits in with our next question. Actually, what's your go-to meal? I'll share mine when you're done with yours. Oh, my go-to meal. Oh my gosh. Pork. I will say so. This is my way of stalling and trying to figure out my answer. I love watching the Food Network and like, yeah. oh, like sometimes yeah. I think things are harder than they actually are, and then I see them make it, and I was like, oh, I can make creme brulee. Damn right? So no, yes, you can't. yeah. Hails, no. I have, I have receipts. I even bought one of those little mini it? blow torches on Amazon. Wow. <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, to brulee my creme brulee yeah. because putting it in the oven, wrong. Getting the actual torch and <laughs> yeah. Also, you feel nice like a G when you're lighting stuff on fire. So That's a good I have have made creme brulee. Um, that did not help stall and me figure out. What did you say? My go-to meal? Yes. Yeah, could be a chipotle order too. A lot of people like people chipotle. People love on the chipotle. Show. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have. It doesn't. Yeah, it it does have to be something you Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Okay. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chick-fil-A. Eight-piece nug, large fry. Four Chick-fil-A sauces because you have to have four. two Jesus. two for the fries just and like two Joel. for the nugs. It's just like Joel. I don't, I'm not even and, a Chick-fil-A guy. And I know. Sweet, the, the Sunjoy, the sweet tea, the lemonade mix mm. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that That's, is good. It's a mm -hmm. Joel classic. Anyways, my go-to meal here. The diabetes artery clogger. It is like a, call yeah. it. called the knockout burger. It'll knock you out. Oh, my God. I've had it with the grilled cheese. Yep, she knows. Oh, my God. I had oh, it. Literally. Tell me more. Um, Isn't it, it fantastic? So, <laughs> so, this is how you know it's love. Third date, we no. went to sidelines. Just a casual. We didn't want to make dinner. Mm -hmm. I saw that thing on the menu and I thought, oh, no, no way. You ordered that on a date? Well, it was a third, third date. It's I fine guess, at that I guess point. third date, yeah. Grilled cheese oh, for the buns. With doesn't it have bacon on it too. Oh, yeah, it's a two bacon grilled gotcha. cheeses with a half pound pan. Oh, it's a big old my grease ball. gosh. Okay. I will no longer give you a hard time about football mm. being a hard sport because we just bonded over the knockout. Dude, that thing. But then also, to be fair, mm -hmm. I finished it, and I felt horrible. horrible. Yeah. But do you, do you I was get like, it? what did I just do? do you get I it? feel Joel, I can eat too. Joel, okay. gets it, Joel gets it with, like, uh, a cup of mayo about that thick around. Wait, 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 it's wait. more like that. Oh, my God. Do you dip? Your oh, are you kidding? Oh, I, I Dip last it. week he I got Car it in mayo. Carolina he Gold. It in mayo. I got a side of Carolina Gold, a side of ranch, a side of mayo. I just Joel's a sauce guy. I'm big, big on sauce. Big sauce. Guy. You know, inside oh, the hive God. is now going to be sponsored by cardiologists. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joel needs one. I know. I've I had one. I'm actually perfectly healthy somehow. <laughs> I I will get the receipts. Cholesterol <laughs> levels. <laughs> yeah. Every knockout burger. It's I just respect good. that. I've only had one in my life. It was. A, it's a lot. The fact that you Ugh. can say you can have two. I, can't, I might have. I two. can't even look at him when he eats it. I can't do. It. <gasps> I, I, I might. I might try so to have two one time on the, on the pod. No. What on you need pod. to do is flashing back to Chuck Jaco's episode. You and him need to do that wing. Challenge. We do. I talked to him, spicy, him about it last week. The spicy wing challenge. Do you challenge? like? Do you he like wants to do food? spicy. That's but kind I, of I'm a next question. Spicy food fan. No, you guys. 
I think Honey Barbecue has a kick to it. Oh, no. Their newborn babies have a better spice tolerance no. than you. Yeah, we, we, I had fried no. pickles. I was getting clowned for so long. Because I was about to cry over some fried weak. pickles. They were spicy. Weak. You they guys. put just a pinch of, probably a little pinch of cayenne pepper in there, and Joel was like. Oh, <laughs> oh, I literally, like. He couldn't do it. It was, it was like, sad. I'll be like, what's, what's the spice in here? And my friends will be like, pepper. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's, you know, I was really hoping to get a yeah, sorry. answer. So we, not, could, yeah. we could push it that no, way. Push I the am, narrative towards yeah. anti-Joel. Not anti-Joel. Like no, it's all anti-Joel. You gotta put a little hair on your chest, I'm Joel. I'm siding with him. That, ah, spicy food's great, Mm-mm. but it doesn't have to be like melt your mouth hot. See, like, what doesn't make sense to me? I like spice with a nice, smooth flavor, but for me, that's like what other people think is like scorching hot. They can't handle it. You ever me? had the the Nashville from uh, Inside the Five? Yeah, that's got a kick to it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay, those fried it. pickles, I don't know like what it was. It was killing me. So we're gonna need the spice recipe for Sidelines fried pickles because Joel. <laughs> Middle of an interview, he goes, "This is horrifying. This is so hot." <laughs> Wait, you were eating mid-interview? Oh, we've oh, we we, we do it all the oh, time. Okay, last all week. Right. We we had a fun. We had a yeah, a little uh, stop and eat, watch basketball. The March amount of madness. probably lip smacks that you have to edit out, like no, 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 no. <laughs> I well, that's why I I try and do stuff with a fork. Which oh, makes we're it civilized but, around but here. Knockout, okay. knockout burger over there. <laughs> I've gotten it probably like four or five times. Oh, my gosh. I – what's the calorie count on it? Look up the calorie count. There's probably not even one. Can't even. Could you? Oh, God. Every restaurant has to have a caloric intake for their menu. That's got to be – What's the – At least a thousand. What's the the line looking like? Oh, I'm setting the over-under at uh, 10.55. Wait, what? Oh, I'm taking – I'm hammering the over on that. Wait, 10,000 calories? Wait. No, eleven hundred fifty. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm hammering taking the over. over. Absolutely. I'm over putting my my mortgage on the over. Wait, what did you, you say? You said what? Just the burger, like itself. Two grilled cheeses. Yeah. Well, maybe. What do you think? No, I mean, because I have the answer right gotta here. It's got to be like eleven hundred fifty-five calories. Eleven fifty-five. Fifteen hundred. Oh my god. So. One thousand five hundred fifteen. So fifteen fifteen. I could eat two or three of them. Man, I'm Rogers, convinced. You're right, spot on. See, um, that's too many calories. I don't, Eighty I, grams I of that. protein, bro. You getting your protein? We got, the, we got the sodium. Uh, how much fat that? though? One hundred and forty-one grams no, of fat. No, actually, sodium. Seventy-four point three, because the point three matters yeah, if you're eating two um, grams oh. of fat. Ew. We got more uh, protein than we do fat. I'm like. I could look like LeBron in a few years. 130 grams Ooh, of carbs. Keto. That's not keto friendly. Obviously. <laughs> that's not keto oh, friendly. Wow. And, and that's just a sandwich. That doesn't include, because I'm sure you have oh, fries. Oh, with oh absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the sauces. Oh, my. Oh, the sauces, mo- the calories. Oh, for example, the waffle canes. fries are really canes, good here. Not horrible. I was going to say not bad. It's, hmm. did you add the sauces? The sauce oh, and the my God. But you have to. Cane sauces. By far the best sauce in mm-hmm. the restaurant. That's the easiest sauce to make, though. I remember when my mom it said is. she didn't like canes. I was like, get out. Get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what, what would you say the spiciest thing you've ever eaten is? I had a f- friend's curry, like a Thai curry. Oh, oh no. gosh. Well, and, like, to be fair, her level of spice tolerance is very different than mine. And she's like, oh, I promise it's it's really it's not. not. It's not bad. She, she said, so you might it's more for flavor. I will never trust someone that says, oh, the spice is more for flavor ever again. You see, in some of our friends. Spice from, Week. Yeah, we did a Spice Week at our school, and we have a couple Indian friends, and their moms, like, made stuff, and I'm like, listen, 
That's a different. No, we're not. No, we are not canceled at all. The food was delectable. Thank you, thank you, Mrs. Moore and Mrs. Bob. Shout out. I go. All right, we're gonna start like tame, like whatever you think tame is. Honey barbecue. By Friday, I want this thing like I smell it and I want to like walk out the door. There and they are. Go, they go okay, all right. Like Indian recipes where they have to wear like masks yeah, to make. I want to try that once. These like, green peppers that they had, I don't know what they yeah. were, but oh yeah. my god. We had a spice we week it. like a a high school wide thing. No, or no, just it was like last lunch week table. Of, last week of school oh. like shenanigans, whatever, but mm. like. Shenanigans. That's, that's what we call it. Shenanigans is a good word. Shenanigans. Great word. And so it started out, I'm like, this has no spice whatsoever. And we got to, like, day three. I'm like, can we, like, kick this up? Like, I can't <laughs> feel a thing. Day. Famous last words. Thing. The next day, I'm like, eh, this is fine. And Joel's over there like, what is happening? Like, this is <laughs> yep. And then we uh-huh. get to Friday. She go, He goes, she put four chilies in it. I'm like, what kind of chilies? These aren't even oh, hot. Oh, chilies was the, spi- like, the spice yeah, measurement. And I'm like, over here. Chilies in here. I'm like, these aren't even hot. What is happening? Do I need to, like, drive to your house and, like, make it myself? Like, I need it hot. I was so crying, though, <laughs> from the chilies. <laughs> I'm like, the table's dying. I'm like, I don't feel anything. Like, what's happening? I, D- bro, like, that's um. She goes, my mom was. he had no my, taste buds left. He's like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, no, they're, like, they're all burnt off. Goes, my mom is concerned that you just can't, you, like, handle spice too well. I'm like. Well, tell you what, next year I'm going to, like, put some ground rules in, and we got to start where we ended last year. So we're going to start with five chilies, and by the end of the week we'll get to, like, 15 part, or Part two is coming up. And just Oof. go for it. No, thank you. I need to figure this out. I need to figure it out. How high up the ladder can I go without, like, hurting yeah. myself? Like, not, like, self-torture, but, like, how much oh. spice can we take, really? I want to see how far I can go, because I not very far. I yeah, right mild. Now. That's where I'm I have shopping. dedication, though. I mild. I will <laughs> mild. <laughs> mild dipped in ranch to cool well, it off. There's a lot of people that are like that. And I'm like, you know what? Oh the more power gosh. to you. But that's why you're gonna like this next question. Oh, am I? Have to think Is it gonna? Oh, a little, no, a little bit, a little, not. just a little. You're okay. gonna have to think about it a little. Cause right. It's a versatile question, I feel. Oh, okay. So today, it's kind of a newer segment we've been doing. National Day. Today is National Food on a Stick Day, <laughs> so we wanted to know your favorite foods on sticks. Um. Uh, yeah. Can <laughs> yeah. it be a different? Da- oh, what? National Food on a Stick National Day. Food. The first thing that comes to mind is a corn dog. Right. Like, right. That counts. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's probably the undisputed. But Cheese on a stick is good too. Corn dog, and then you dip it in honey mustard. Not mustard. Mm-hmm. Honey mustard. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be candy, too. Like, yeah. you think of, like, a lollipop. I think that counts. Too. No, that's not food. Like, that's does a, a mozzarella s- stick count, though? Because it is. That's, no, that's it has not. In a stick. Name. It's a stick, stick. form. Okay. Like a skewer. Okay. Kebabs. 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 Popsicles. Popsicles. Yeah, sure. I got to find what's tomorrow. <laughs> not Let's a meal. but I can get you a better one. As yeah, I'm looking I need here. The, I need yesterday's and tomorrow's. Yeah. Hold on. Let's hear. Let's. Tomorrow. What's also, tomorrow? Let's see. Tomorrow is National PETA Day. Oh, yeah. my. Well, who's got the best pita? Mm. Oh, so either Biblos or, yes. um, 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 oh, my gosh. Oh, it's the place on Central Avenue. Beirut? No. Poco Piatti. Oh, Poco yeah, Piatti is yeah, so I'm, gas. Those two, the hummus with it, the pita and the hummus. Oh, my goodness. I could just, I literally could just eat that. Let's see. Honorable mention goes to Grape Leaf. Yeah, that place yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, fantastic. too. Fantastic. That's a good one. Let's, let's find one more here. Let's this see. is good. Scrolling through. No, no. That's a no. Let's find. When you one. said National this? Food on a Stick Day, Today I'm like, can you put a burger on a stick? On a stick day. I could have came. I, I could have 
came up with something for that. You January could put 4th, National Spaghetti Day. Eh. Eh, eh. Not a good one. Italian eh. dishes? Yeah. yeah. No. Nothing there. Italian food's just not that good. There are. It's a, there's a national day for everything. There uh-huh. is. There should be a national Joel Katie day. S'mores. Can you do s'mores on a stick? You s'mores toppings. S'mores-mobile. Wait, did you say a s'more mobile? Now we're just making stuff up. Lobster tail on a stick? Mm-mm. Lobster tail on a stick. There. See, you can put go. anything on a stick. Yeah, well. Ooh, oh. Ozzy's Pops in Chicago? Wow. March 30th. Oh, wait. Ooh. Because I'm older and you guys are younger, take an ear out. What is the song playing right now? And who sings it? Oh, God. I always have my ear out. We're going to get canceled. Uh-uh. Christina Aguilera, Genie uh-huh. in a Bottle. I'm so disappointed in yeah. you guys. Well, but you probably no, you weren't even born when this was a thing. Joel, you'll appreciate this. March 30th. So Thursday is National Fitness Recovery Day. <laughs> so no so knockout burger. No knockout burger on Thursday. <laughs> zero, okay. zero knockout burger. National Fitness Recovery Day is Thursday. So that's something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, wow. Take your, take your workout easy on Thursday, Rogers and Joel. Well, I've that's had right. National yeah. Fitness Recovery Day for the past month. Because I I have not worked out. My workout plan has been doing National Fitness Recovery Day yeah. since he was born. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Damn. That was, that was rough. Ooh, my goodness. You know, Here's the thing. I came he, in. He I was all nice. Well. Hey, guys. I'm so glad to be here. We get a half hour in or whatever, and I'm like, let's roast Joel. Yes. It's it's how it usually you know, goes, though. I'm not if, even like – if you're a That makes you guest, a likable guy, if though. If you're yeah, a every, guest and you're listening to this – you gotta keep going yeah. with the flow. We, we should have like throw some Joel. We should have the uh, the uh, ask the audience segment, but for me, I feel yeah. I feel like that would ask Joel some dumb questions. He didn't know the order of the planets one no. episode. Uh, um, oh, you guys, Hulk are... Hogan didn't know who that was. Um, oh, <laughs> get a load of this. He didn't know it didn't only snow in Canada. I thought it only he snowed thought, in Canada. He thought it was white all year round. Bro, <laughs> I'm really afraid to ask what his GPA is. I don't. Oh, know. we've gotten into that He's before graduating. too. He's graduating. Well, there we go. That's okay, all we need. Okay, <laughs> actually, That's all we need this to is, know. This is impressive no on my part. It went. I I will get into this because we're getting towards the end. We went freshman year. I think was two six. Pleased with that. Sophomore okay. year. Sophomore year, like one eight. No, Joel, your parents were pop. Mm. Oh. And then junior year, junior year, we got it up to a a 2-2. I will say, once you've tanked it, it's hard to get it back up. So, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. And then senior year, 2-4, and we got into college. He got in. I got in. Ohio Dominican. One college. He got in. I applied to, like, 20 to play football. Okay. Got into my one. Did we learn anything from high school that we will talk about? I got to go to the school I wanted to, so I don't know. What are you majoring in? Exercise science. Says the knockout burger eater. Yeah, oh, yeah. physical Irony. physical therapy coming soon. Irony. Physical yeah. therapy school is going to be rough. I don't even. No, I don't you know got how it, I'm Joel. Do that. You got it, Joel. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call Jack up. And fitness, <laughs> fitness knockout burger in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Joel. <laughs> now, Rod, are we forgetting anything? What else did Joel say on the podcast that was like I'm totally sure idiotic? Some... Oh, every movie. Yeah, I don't Name watch a movie. movies. He won't know it. Oh, I am right there On the with spot. You. He won't know it. A single one. White chicks. No. Yeah. Cool runnings. No. Cool runnings? <laughs> Wait, you know what it is? 
Absolutely. Okay, good. No, he's basically a dad. Okay. No, Jack is like. I don't know. I don't know what kid. Cool Running Joel. That's pretty popular movie. I've never heard of it. Okay. Jamaican bobsled team went to the Olympics because the guy gets hurt oh, running track. Has I've heard of it. Sport. I've never seen it. John Candy. Miss Davis talked about it in class. Or cool know. Runnings. No. Nope. nope. No. You keep eating a knockout burger. You could be John Candy. You in could cool be runnings John too. Candy. Is there a Cool Runnings too? I don't know. I, I don't know. No. Nah, it's probably not very good. Tell you that. <laughs> but how did that's a very good movie. Yes, it's how did we get to this? From I wasn't the last question food on a stick. No, See, but well, here's the thing. That's been the theme of this whole thing. We start in left field, and we end up in the parking lot. Like, who knows where it's, we're going? I like this. We're kind of just – we're going with this it. Is, we're doing this it. is smooth sailing. Yeah, I, uh, I well, really know. This is smooth sailing. Okay, what I need else? to see not smooth um, sailing. What else does Joel do? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that um, – I have a screw-up at least once. I, yeah, a Joel I, have moment, I had a, if Have I had a Joel moment this episode? If uh, I'm on this podcast and you don't have a Joel episode, I, I'm going to feel slighted. No, 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 that's a good thing. What's a Joel moment? A Joel moment's Something a moment where idiotic. I screw up very badly. Very, very badly. Where we, I think, almost I, have to cut it. So I like, sometimes I like computer, watch. Right, Joel mm-hmm. actually goes through and color codes all our questions. So Aww. we'll be talking, you know, and yeah. we'll go through a question, and then the next question will be read, <laughs> and Joel's just sitting there looking at both of us like. Are you gonna say something? And then I'm looking at him like, "Oh dear!" Does it your back again. hurt from carrying? No, the team? that's not. Uh, yeah, well, uh, at, at times, you know, and I I've try, been better I try, recently. Okay, good. good. I try We're to remain progress. humble because I've been raised a very humble person. But at times, it can become very difficult to withstand Joel. <laughs> he's just know? looking at me like, because he's finally have him getting called out of the You put in so much effort and hard work to make this thing run. And then Joel slowly brings you down off the peak. Okay. However, there has Slow. to be that. There has to be that. It's like a Here's good contract. I don't but know. But I think, I, don't know I, think <laughs> I think the one thing. I think the one thing. What you're looking for is either a contradiction or a yes, juxtaposition. Con- but I feel like that's a but big word. Here's, here's the thing, I think, yeah. is Joel's going to walk away from this when we're done with it, and he's going to learn one thing, and I think it's a very important lesson accountability. Yes. He's taking absolutely. accountability for his actions and realizing his responsibility and what he has to accomplish in life, Joel. So I would hopefully like, that is what I would like to this say, whole thing has taught you. Every time I forget to do my part of the questions, I always apologize to Jack. That's how I'd be accountable. And then I've been better recently. I baby steps. It took it took a long time. It took about twenty weeks for me to <laughs> no. Yeah. Eighteen. That's yeah, think about that, Joel. That's almost that's four and a half months. <laughs> Yeah, it's half the school year, buddy. That's a long time. Half the school year. Jack, I would like to formally apologize on air. Hey, it's not where you start. It's where you finish. That's what I'm saying. He's getting there. He's he's getting there. That's that's like the motto for my entire life. School, podcast. You know, growth. We had that on the the Swanson episode. Growth. We're all about growth. We did talk about growth, yep. (laughs) Slowly but surely, we're getting to a point where we're growing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Slowly but surely. Yeah. All right, next question. What does a typical day in the life look like for you? Oh, I wake up. Wait, like weekday or weekend? Both, Both if, if you want. want to. I'm being so difficult asking you all these questions. No, you uh, like it. Wake up around 7. I let the dogs out. I feed the dogs. What kind of dogs do you have? I have two Great Danes. I actually, we mm. just rescued another. We rescued my first Great Danes brother. Oh, um, so that was really – so he's been at the house for a week now. So I have two Great Danes. Um, so let them That's out, and they go run around, and then I get ready for work, and they come inside, and I just got 
a puppy cam. I say a puppy cam, but they're literally 120 pound Great Danes. There's nothing puppy about them. It's a lot so of sometimes dog. when I'm at work, I turn on the puppy cam and I just make sure that they're okay. Most of the time they're sleeping, but hey, it's entertaining. When I come home and I play in a volleyball league every Wednesday. So if it's mm. Wednesdays, we'll go do that. Um, gotta love catching up on my sports, especially mm -hmm. Saturday. There's nothing better than a college football Saturday. Waking up, yeah. watching college game day, making some brunch or breakfast, and then literally that slate of games. You got those noon games and the 3.30 and it then the this. And the it rolls one to the oh, next. Oh, and next. I could just sit on my couch all day. But sometimes I feel like, I don't know, I have to just do something. So we got, we got some ambiance going on with all this music. What is some of your uh, favorite music you like to listen to? Oh, I'm country through and through. There we go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. I like that. Um, Are I you will, like Morgan Wallen country? Or? Um, yeah, and <laughs> like Kelsey Ballerini and okay. that, that kind Bounce of. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. I mean, if you want to call it mainstream, I'm not going to be offended. Mainstream no. country, okay. for sure. I mean, you turn on 99.9 .9 or whatever mm -hmm. the radio. Yeah, that's my number one preset on my car. So. Mm-hmm. That's that's about it. I sometimes ninety two five when like the mm -hmm. country station is on a commercial ninety two five and then I jump back. Oh, yeah. No, what would you say your favorite vacation spot is? Uh, I actually just got back from Aruba. It was Aruba fan. Yeah, that's another one. That's another Aruba person. I yes. am so Aruba because of where it's at. It's off the coast of Venezuela. Yep, totally it does that. not South America, Joel. Oh, yeah, thank you, Jack. We'll, thank you. We'll Google Wait. it after the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that. I did. Straight uh, down. We should. We shouldn't have told. Because we're in we North America. Have. We are South of North America. South America. And yep, you know what that. side of which side it's on, but we don't. It's probably going to be on the east. Here we go. We should have literally now looking back. We should have pulled up a map and said. Point out Venezuela, mm -hmm. but we missed I our opportunity. I'll, I'll, um, I'll give him another chance. But because of where it's at, it doesn't get hit by hurricanes because everything goes up and across oh, the Caribbean. Yeah. So it never, I wouldn't say never, they don't really have to rebuild. So their infrastructure is gorgeous. Their beaches are gorgeous. The everything is clear. just, yeah, it's mm -hmm. fantastic. It was so good. And I'm a big Caribbean person. So like St. Martin, St. Thomas, love yeah. that. But Aruba is just, a, it's another level. That's another level. It's f I will if I go back there tomorrow, I'd go back there tomorrow. It's so great. So yeah. So our our next question is probably one of the harder hitting questions. Oh, I, I know. Shoot. I know we say that a lot, but this is a this is a No, with the way you're setting it up, you're this making me nervous. Gets the, this gets every guest they, yeah. they sit there and go, "Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that." But what is one bold prediction that you have for the rest of 2023? Yep. No, I have it. I, I, what is it? I have it. I'm just trying to figure out how I want to phrase it. Fire away. Ooh. Okay. This might be the fastest response we get. I don't yeah. think the stock market crashes the way everybody thinks it's going to crash. Wow. That we went go. a different direction. It, it sure did. I'm I a very much. So in the last couple of years, I've been very much into finances. Mm -hmm. Like college me, 401k, who cares? Me now, oh, my gosh. I watch stocks. I watch yeah. – Everything. Every time the Fed raises we the basis points, point. <laughs> everything. Um, I don't think the stock market crashes like everybody like think. I mean, we've been talking mm. about this for almost two years yeah. now. Yeah. And yeah, you'll have companies that worry and they see slumps and they lay off people. I don't think it's going to be this huge. They're laying off seven thousand. Two thousand eight. 
housing. Cr- you guys were born in two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think. I just don't think. I. It's not. It won't be great, but it's not going to be as bad as. All the talk is saying. There's my hot take. Yes. I was just trying to figure out how to phrase it. Mm. That one came to mind right away. Fantastic. That was that was a good take. Well, we got the final question of the night. What is one word that you would use to describe Christy Capanis? Charismatic. Because Charismatic. What's the why? Because it doesn't matter what situation I'm in, I can always find a way to light up the room or be that positive, chatty. Obviously, we've just talked for checks my watch a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like yeah. I've always been called charismatic and I feel like the charisma is your it factor. It's kind of like your it factor, and I've always, I've always felt that. So I think that's the one I'm going to go with. That's a, that's a good word, I think. So thank you for thank coming you on the episode so tonight. Much. Yep. Truly appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come talk to us and really just goof around for <laughs> an hour and a half, bouncing around and uh, making fun, make make fun of Joel. Yeah, well, you have to. I don't know what that was the best we part. Do that, but. Uh, <laughs> Thank you once again to Sidelines for letting us record here at 136 West South Boundary, locally owned and operated, serving the Perrysburg community. Um, I do have to get in here because I promised I would get an, an answer in. I came up with three different people. I oh, think, I local, forgot. Locally. Wow. That I, would, I was going to let them off the I hook. Want, no, I think if we could get Todd Kowalczyk in here, that'd be pretty Who's cool. That? TK, Toledo basketball head coach. Oh. Coach oh, Candle, one of those two, or l- maybe a little more attainable. Um, the manager or owner of Mr. Freeze. I don't know their name. But you guys, get him in I'm here. literally going to Mr. Freeze on the app. My boyfriend, as I'm literally pulling out the driveway, hands me a 20 and says, hey, get me a topsy-turvy. Yeah. Which I don't even know what that is, but it's a topsy. Medium topsy. I'm going there. Like, Perfect. If, I'm if going there. Talk to the man. Let's get yeah. him in here because we've talked to Mr. Freeze. What do you get at Mr. Freeze? We'll throw that oh, in here. Oh, I get the Buckeye. I get a baby yeah, Buckeye, Buckeye Sunday, Sunday yep. every single time. Yeah. I did get a whatchamacallit. Like, literally, that's the name of it. Yeah. I got a whatchamacallit one time. And it just, my heart always goes back to a Buckeye Sunday. You like lemonade, right? Yeah. Get a frothy, frothy lemonade. lemonade. A what? It's vanilla ice cream mixed with lemonade. It is by far the best thing I've ever drank. I didn't even know that was on the menu. Uh, it Joel, might not you be You know, anymore. Joel, he, he finds yeah. everything. <laughs> it's, <laughs> hey, it's so good. Not it's a thing froth- on the menu he doesn't know frothy about. Frothy lemonade. Ooh. I, well, I, you know what? I was going to go with a Buckeye Sunday, but I think he just messed up my game plan. Yeah. I'm, if I'm they telling have you. it, is it a seasonal thing? It might lemonade be. and ice cream. How seasonal can that be? <laughs> well, sometimes they're out of lemonade, so it's like. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. All right. Yeah, maybe they we don't have it in Here's stock the thing: yet. we got all summer, all yeah, summer. Get a frothy lemonade. But uh, thanks you once again for coming on the episode. Um, next week, no episode, Joel. Oh, for no episode next week. We're taking a week off. It's spring break. Spring, spring break next week. Wait, if it's uh, no episode ne- next week, that means I got more time to get more yes, views. That's yes. true. Let's push it, go. Push it out. He's only got 115. You can oh, crush 115. Yeah, I, I think we could set. Oh. Connor does at 560. That's the goal. Oh, I'm, you, you guys didn't tell push me that. Push that on the libraries. Get that yeah. in an audio I can imagine. file. Oh, my God. Hey, I retweeted something in my boss. Um, What is this? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Well, you're, you're publicizing. You use the platform. Right? Right? Yeah. You talked about you're the library out here. The media relations person with yes. the libraries. Yes. It's Get business. A, oh, this you know what? It's a business situation. I'm going to assume it. Well, oh, you guys live in Wood County. Yeah. Do you go to the Way Public Library? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To study, not to get a book. Do I go to the library at all? 
<laughs> that I'm just going to be sipping my lemonade over here. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Push, okay. We got 115, that's totally I, crushable. Here's the thing. I didn't realize that There's was the number. There's 120 people in this yeah, restaurant just, right now. But they all uh, Connor's numbers? Oh, that's, I don't that's think tough, I can he got That might that. be unbeatable. I think you, he also he got the first episode. He retweeted that one. That was, that's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, that's – I'll first, take. First I, I will take second to Connor. That's fine. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I mean, it's gonna be tough. Cookson, Cookson. Okay, Cookson. Our second episode with Cookie. Cookson. He had. He got like two ninety. That's our oh. second highest. Okay. Principal. So our first two episodes record charts, and then we kind of flatlined. You know, like every. Oh product well, does. You know what? We're gonna we'll do every a little bump. Does. The we analytics. Kinda, we're gonna do a spike in analytics. Yeah. We got this. A little marketing. I think we're having an uptake these these final few episodes. Jay Blaze. Did Purdue retweet that? Yeah. Oh, See, he got some help. Here's, we got a UT retweet and a Purdue retweet, so we're doing something right, Joel. Here's but the thing. What did they get? Last week? Yeah. 80. Right now. 80. She wow. was recent, too, wasn't she? Two, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay. All right. Now, okay. we just yeah push that out there on the social. Tag Perfect. me. I will. Of course. You know. Oh, yeah. Retweet that. Retweet and then mm-hmm. retweet it again and then quote tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my even, gosh! We can even throw Shrek in there. I got, I got to just beat you. Got to get more than yeah. 115. What, 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 115? That's so doable. crushable. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! That's like a tenth of the uh, calories on a knockout burger. Yeah. See, there it you is. go. Right there, bang. <laughs> Wait, it's actually less than a tenth. I, Whatever. That's why I'm not stop. in finance. <laughs> it's you like a seven. Stop. Stop. Wait, and stop no, hurting it's a, yourself. Oh, look at thirteenth, probably ish. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how our local listeners are gonna fill the void next week. I know. Joel is really working for that week off where he can just rest, you know, relax. Don't Are have you guys to think going about anywhere for spring break? Bonita Springs, Florida. Oh, you going anywhere? Yeah, Joel, um, pull up a map. Well, don't pull up a map. <laughs> I'm going to Cabo. Do you know where Cabo oh, is? Oh, I'm pulling up a map. Okay, can I, can I get a direction of where it is from America? <laughs> uh, like, I want to no. be able to tell you what. Ah, 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 okay, ah, hey, ah, hey. Don't help me. I will tell you. It is, it is not in America. South America, okay. It's not in South America. Mexico. No. It is. It's not in the United States. It's an island. It's, it's not an island. on my screen at some point. It's somewhere in my it's screen. It's not in America. No, it's not. Cabo, that's not Zoom American. Zoom in to the approximate location you think Cabo may be Ladies and gentlemen, in. in this week's segment Cabo. of Geography with Joel. <laughs> oh, my God, Geography with Joel. New go. segment. New segment. <laughs> hey, uh, no. Next that, guest. That, sir, Boys is Guatemala. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, shit. Let's you thought it was in Guatemala? I don't know. Oh, God. Okay, look, look, look. Geography with Cabo, San right Luis. Right down. Oh, I was close. Come on. I was close. close. You're not even close. close. Can I? Let me. Literally, you type you're, in. Joel, you're over here. Guatemala. You zigged when you should have zagged. Jack, do you know where, Joel, like, every single you're off by, geography, like, please? You're off by he was a in Guatemala. solid 1,500, 2,000 miles. Like, that's that's horrible. <laughs> I I don't understand that. He's, co- he's learning the geography, coast, please. That's coast to coast, Joel. You were off by a whole coast. We can do geography with Joel when we do that's three time zones later. Day. Geography with Joel. Um, yeah, Cabo, San Lucas, Mexico, far far western part of Mexico. Cabo is over here. West. It's yeah. west. Yes. Never eat soggy waffles. You know that yeah, one? Yeah, I know that okay, one. Right, I learned good. that one back then. Good. Uh, Joel, I, th- I think it's that time. You know what time I'm talking about. I do know what time. It's been a heck of an episode. This has been episode <laughs> 24 of Inside the Hive. I don't know how we haven't been kicked off. Network <laughs> production, episode 24 with Christy Copanis. Joel, it's that time, baby. To the moon, baby. To the moon.